This is Small Business as Usual, a program about the art of operating small enterprises and the issues faced by the owners. It's a presentation of the Community Economic Development Fund in Meriden, Connecticut. I'm Frederick Welk, a business advisor for CEDF clients. The Community Economic Development Fund is a nonprofit lender providing financing to qualified small businesses in Connecticut that can't obtain traditional bank financing. More about CEDF at the end of the program. This episode is about the emotions behind money. So what's your problem with money? Is it just that you don't have enough of it? But if you're honest with yourself, is that the real issue? 25% of Americans say they worry a lot about money, so there must be a huge proportion of small business owners among that group. Stumbling from crisis to crisis, insufficient planning, ignoring obligations, living off debt, the the business advisors at CEDF have seen it all. And often it's in operations that have plenty of revenue and at least the potential for solid profitability. But why do money problems also seem to affect otherwise perfectly capable, talented, ambitious, and energetic businessmen and women so frequently? Maybe the problem with money is not in your bank account, but in your head. Recently, I met a certified financial planner who has an explanation. I'll let her share it with you. I'm Corinne Gibbsburg, owner of Successful Wealth Strategies, and I help clients create a more healthy, conscious relationship with money. As a certified money coach and a certified financial planning professional, I help not only with the practical side of planning and investing, but I actually help with the behavioral and emotional side. And I feel, you know, through this unique process, I help clients uncover and discover what their challenging money patterns and behaviors are so that then they can plan from a place of power and invest with a purpose. Money coaching is a step-by-step process that helps clients to identify and understand their emotions, their patterns, their behaviors that are largely hardwired in early childhood. Interestingly enough, we seem to hardwire primarily, not only, but ages 2 to 12 because that's the biggest you know, brain growth. And so most of these patterns are subconsciously driven and they impact our daily habits and relationship with money in numerous ways. It's, it's very, it can be very challenging. I, and I love helping people to unravel their money dynamics and understand when and how their patterns were formed. Um, this then allows them to become more aware, present, and creates the internal you know, place where you can create solutions or overcome challenges, both practically and on the emotional side and behaviorally. So often, you know, people find that it's very difficult to explain why they feel the way they do or why they're having the same experience over and over again. This work, you know, helps them discover just that. I've been in the financial services industry for over 17 years. And in the beginning of my career, I always felt like there was something missing. There was something more. I always wanted to connect with people you know, in a more holistic way. I wanted to do this so I could understand why they're doing what they're doing with their money. I discovered money coaching about three years ago, and it was like a lightning bulb went off. And it was exactly what I'd been looking for. And through this process, not only has my own understanding improved, but it also helps my clients achieve their personal and financial goals and be more ready to accomplish what they're trying to accomplish. I am truly thrilled 
when my clients understand their own money dynamics because then it helps them to stick to their plan, their investment goals, and to achieve the results that they're trying to achieve. Quite frankly, prior to doing this work, it was challenging because you'd write financial plans and they're not sticking to them. So this work really helps them uncover those, those patterns and why. You know, I think it's really important to take a deeper look into the money coaching piece or the behavioral archetypal piece of coaching when you're looking at small business. Because, you know, we all have our money baggage. It's multi-layered, multi-generational. You learn from your parents who learn from their parents who learn from their parents, and it just comes on down the line. Unfortunately, much of what we learned can be flawed. That does not lead to the security we are looking to create. So within the framework, if someone has not worked on their own personal money stuff, then those behaviors will follow them right into business every day. And the personal and financial consequences can be even larger if left you know, unmanaged. So it's really important to understand what is driving us to spotlight the potholes in the road that can affect our income and quality of life. Financial and growth and stability require making good business and money decisions. When we have these subconsciously driven patterns that are running in the background, this can cause some challenges or create damage. So you, you, know, you really need to think about the money coaching or archetypical business coaching as a type of damage control. It's better to do the work up front before our own patterns create the problem. Archetypes are based on the work of Carl Jung. He's a Swiss doctor, considered the founder of analytical psychology. They are used to help clients just define what they're feeling in a moment. So, for example, you want to be in your warrior when you start a business, right? you got to be in your warrior, and that warrior is determined, confident, they're strong, they're driven. You can see how that energy and feeling is like, yeah, I want to run a business. What happens is that's not always the case. You've got somebody that might be an innocent running a business. The innocent is somebody who puts their head in the sand and they're avoidant of the money. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to deal with it, right? How can you run a business if that's your archetype that's running the show? Then you might have the victim. The victim is stuck in their story. They blame the world. They're like a broken record. It's the same old, same old. And oftentimes people can't see that until they start exploring that. And that's okay. Like there's no judgment in any of the work that we do here with money coaching. It's all just about helping people find out what that pattern is and why and, and getting through it. Then you might have the martyr running the show and they're the ones that just take on everything so much and they're exhausted. You can't keep at that level of that pace because you get you make yourself sick. And you know, you have tyrants and they're the ones that's my way or the highway and there's no room for negotiation, it can be very challenging for a workplace. So if you start to navigate that with maybe a leader and pointing out and working through some of that, that can be very helpful for the whole company. So you could just see, I mean, I'm not naming all of them right now, but you can just see how we use these as a language. I have to add the magician. The magician is the archetype of the inner world, and then you have the archetype of the outer world, which is the warrior. But the inner world is that connection to ourselves and the deeper work, and that helps us navigate on our day-to-day, our intuition, if you will. It's very important. We always say in, in the money coaching is that your warrior should be driving that bus, magician in the passenger seat, and then your creative artist, which is the archetype of higher purpose in the back seat, and the rest need to get off the bus in the trunk they're the innocent the victim the martyr um, the fool oh my goodness I didn't mention the fool the fool you do not want to start a business with the fool but the fool lives for today there's absolutely no planning involved they don't look to tomorrow they just 
it's a great roller coaster ride. But with the fool, we always say, you know what? Let the warrior drive. Maybe the fool comes out to play a little bit. That's okay, but you have a plan set up for that fool to come out. They're not running your business. So if you look at these in the context of the business coaching or the the money coaching, you can see how these play out and create that story. And we always laugh, but if you're talking, an archetype's coming out. So, you know, when looking at the brain and the fundamental way it looks at money, our brain, our instinctive brain is wired for desire. And, you know, that is not ideal for planning purposes at all and can create some really interesting dynamics. So knowing that is one thing, but trying to work through this built-in resistance to plan for the future can be difficult for some. And that's why we may need some assistance along the way, right? And money can be seen as a core survival issue. There is actually some research indicating there is a crosswire in the brain which perceives food and money very similarly. So it's very primitive, and I think that's why for some it can cause so much fear and panic. It's not like it was in the past where you could live off the land and pay taxes with grain or chickens. You know, today you cannot get your core needs met without money. So the pitfalls that can be avoided by doing money coaching and or, you know, the archetypal business coaching is invaluable. In money coaching, we talk about three brains. There's our primitive brain, brain 1.0. This is our fight, flight, or freeze brain, and it's focused on survival. There's the emotional brain, brain 2.0, and that's our first, you know, rendition of the mammalian brain. And this brain is the brain that stores our history, our experiences, our emotions, and can become emotionally triggered when someone in the present day stimulates a past event or memory subconsciously. So most of our emotional reactions are actually not based on what's happening in the moment, but they're based on the past experiences from childhood or some other experience. And we primarily, again, hardwire those patterns and behaviors from 2 to 12. So you can see how reactive you can become by having those stores of memories and all of that in in the present moment. Thirdly, we have our 3.0 brain, our thinking brain. And this is our most evolved brain from which we can make the rational, logical decisions. So Guess where most of our money decisions come from? You got it. So the primitive and emotional brain are making a lot of our money decisions. So what money coaching does is help you make decisions from your thinking brain. And in doing so, you avoid many of the pitfalls the primitive brain and emotional brain can have on our, on our bank accounts, on our financial plans, and on our investments. In order to be successful, I think in managing one's business finances, you have to have the personal finances, you know, in order. It all flows through. Whether you're an S-Corp, limited partnership, LLC, you really want to manage the business, you know, make smart financial decisions so that it's obviously it's flowing through your personal income. In order to do that, you have to know what some of the pitfalls, again, might be in order to navigate what you're doing in business that's sabotaging. So, for example, we're all worth what we're worth in in terms of salary. But, I mean, I've heard cases where you're paying an assistant an exorbitant amount of money, then it's affecting your bottom line in terms of you're not even able to keep up with your actual expenditures. So it's just like looking at personnel in in an appropriate way. People are bringing on assistants when they shouldn't even be bringing them on yet. You need to have a plan. You need to see where the money's generating and not live in a bubble as you create that step-by-step approach to running your business in a financially successful way. I think that small business owners, I think 
you're more likely to have the successful outcome that you're striving to achieve if you're willing to do the deeper work. You know, we have a saying in money coaching, if you can't name it, you can't change it. If you're willing to do the work and create the awareness and space needed, you know, for reflection and growth, how can you not be more successful? You know, my long-term hope is that when clients are not with me (laughs) down the road after they've done the deep work, you know, my hope is that they are able to move beyond the challenging emotions and behaviors and stay stay calm in their thinking brain when making money decisions. You know, we use a set of money archetypes in the money coaching as a tool, as a language of where we are now. It's for understanding and communicating how we're feeling about something or how our challenges are presenting. It's not who you are. They can change on a dime. But we use this language in the money coaching and in the business archetype coaching. These archetypes are then with us as we start to develop them and and make sure that they're strong is that they help you stay calm and conscious on a day-to-day basis and stay in that thinking brain that I mentioned so that we can make effective money decisions and overcome any challenges. I mean, challenges are going to happen. That's life. Stuff's thrown at us constantly. It's how we deal with it and how we conquer it in the moment and not let it just become like a tidal wave rushing over us. But, you know, it's, it becomes more of like, oh, I got this. Because you're you're not freaking out. You're not going to primitive brain in your survival space. You're not going to the emotional brain because you're realizing, oh, that's I'm, this is triggering me because of X. And then you're sitting in that space very confident knowing I can get through this. I've done it before. But I'm, I'm challenging to you to say, well, if you're feeling X and you're doing Y and you're constantly repeating the same thing over and over again, well, get aware. Let's get through it and, and then just start being more successful and reach the goals that you're trying to reach in life. Many thanks to Corinne Gibbs-Burke for explaining her approach to financial planning through money coaching. You can learn more about her practice at SuccessfulWealthStrategies.com. Thanks to Blue Dot Sessions for music, our theme is by Orchestral Movement of 1932. Small Business as Usual is presented by the Community Economic Development Fund, a nonprofit organization which provides enterprises in Connecticut with term loans, lines of credit, and commercial mortgages when they can't get traditional bank financing. For the sixth year in a row, we're Connecticut's top SBA microlender. We make business term loans at very nominal interest rates as small as a few thousand dollars and larger business loans too, from a pool of loan capital provided by many of the state's leading banks. There are geographic and or income qualification requirements for the borrowers. You can find out more about all of this at CEDF.com. And this episode of Small Business as Usual is available there. It's number 19-6. So Corinne, what's your best advice for entrepreneurs? You do not want to start a business with the fool 